Hello, friends. Hello. We are live. Kind of live. We're alive. What a time to be alive. Exactly, right? This is the Wrap It Up On Blast Raps post-game show. As always, my name is Sean Alexander. This episode brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop. And we here. We yeah, live. Yeah. We at Clean Cuts. And we NBA Big champions. shouts to the homie Skip in the back. What's going on? This episode and the whole season of this Wrap It Up podcast is brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop. 2013 Danforth Avenue in the east end of Toronto. Clean Cuts. The multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. So go see Skip and the crew. And as a wise man once said, tell him that I sent you. Exactly. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointments now. I mentioned this is the NBA Championship Edition. This is the We The Best Edition. Mm-hmm. This is the All I Do Is Win Edition. Or maybe win, 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 win. it's the Big Rings Edition. Is that a thing? Should we make it the Big Rings Edition? Let's do it. I think is that so. a thing? Let's I think so. There are a lot of people that started trying to rock with drop the track. Drop that. Drop that. Sele- when we all know that we started drop rocking that, with this DJ. track a lot earlier yeah. during this year, no? Yeah. yeah. That was a thing. And I thought a lot of people, a lot of people started coming with this what a time to be alive. Jumping on the wave. Yeah. A lot of swagger jacking going on, but we'll let that slide. A lot of it. We're going to let it slide. We'll let, it we'll let that slide. Because right. you know what? We're here. And we might not have thought about it. We might not have thought we would have been here. When he go back to the start of the season. But we were here and we believed, no? Yeah. We believed. From the Definitely. jump. And now what? We champions. That's what makes it special. What a time to be Sorry, alive. Sorry, I'm going to let it rock for a little. I'm going to just let it rock <laughs> for a little. It. Do we have the goggles? We're missing the bottles. Where's the champagne? We're missing the bottles. I'm going to just rock out for a minute. Yo, but for real though. Fellas, how does it feel that we are now the NBA champions? The Toronto Raptors, the team that was, the team that was often the joke, the team that was often the butt end of the jokes. Kyle Lowry is an NBA champion. When I say Yo. that, that's what I can't believe still to this day in Toronto. That's the in first Toronto. place to start. Let me introduce you guys. I got so hyped bumping Drake. I got so hyped because we're live at Clean Cuts. Let me introduce you guys. Let me start on the far end. Foots, what's going on, man? Tell what's, the people what's up. Man, what's going on, Toronto, man? I'm just feeling like a champion right now, man. Like everybody else in the city. We on a wave. Six on a wave right now. Q, what's goody? Man, oh, man. You know, it it hasn't sunk in. (laughs) It hasn't. You know, I don't feel like it's sunk in. Maybe at the parade. (laughs) The parade. Parade. And I'm not talking about Carabana. I'm talking about (laughs) the championship parade. There's going to be two Carabanas this summer. Oh, <laughs> Wrap the foot. Oh, Wrap the foot. Wrap the foot. That is supposed to be nice. The weather's supposed to be nice on Monday. Mr. Bellamo, how yes. you feeling? Every day after the championship win, mm-hmm. just little things just come to you more and it, it's so special. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps getting better and better. I texted you this morning just out of nowhere, even though we had conversations last night and I could have and I just said, we are NBA effing champions. <laughs> we beat Golden State, and this feeling is not going away. It's not. It's it, amazing. It's incredible. What a time to be alive indeed. The Toronto Raptors do it big in six, and hey, 
If you're you checking out, it. there's a lot of people around, a lot of people around, and we like to call out U.S. media for what picks <clears throat> they make without oh, people man. showing their own receipts of what they were saying. Yeah, yeah. But we know right here, we got the receipts. Yep. Raps in six was a pick from before. Shout from to time. my guy, Webby. From Raps time. in six. <laughs> we were here talking about the fact that that was a pick. And right off the top, I'm going to say this. What we do here, right? We're Raptors fans, but we rep the city. Mm-hmm. That's where this yes, begins, sir. right? But we also watch a lot of ball. So a lot of people try to throw away what we're talking about and what we're saying because they're like, oh, no, you're biased. Homers. As a Raptors fan, yes. you're homers. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you guys this again because last year we sat in this same exact room yes, after LeBronto happened. LeBronto, I remember and, um, that. Remember. Hey, that's, that's long gone, man. I don't no, but I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying for all the people yeah. with the homer talk, we were here saying, yo, the Raps weren't built to take out LeBron. They needed another level. When Not everyone's talking team. about maybe last year's a year where we'd finally get over the hump and beat LeBron, I was here saying, nah, they're not ready. They can't beat LeBron. This isn't about Homer shit. This Just, is about us watching ball and knowing what's going on. Yeah. And at the start of this year, we said, hey, this could be the year the Raptors do something special, and here we are. But if we go back to the very beginning, why did we believe that this could be a year that the Raptors could do something special? Masai the God. We're yes, talking sir. about getting Kawhi. You, no, 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 no. Masai you show want, his credentials. When you when you talk about Ujiri. the definition of bet on yourself, yeah, yeah. There's a picture of Masai in the background, and then Hell Fred yeah. next to him, and then Fred, <laughs> <laughs> right? Real spit, real spit. It's so, so I, I've said it before. <clears throat> okay, I I was one of the. Doubters. The doubters. I was one of the doubters. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. And, but you said, I'll take though, that. it's because but, but, of the no, no, year of the no, contract. No, 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 yeah. no, of course. But I also said, to make it worth it, what would have to happen? You'd have to go and win but, a championship. So, so here's the thing. Here's yeah. the thing, okay? Raptors win. They beat down the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. As what Matt Devlin said. Say that again, though, one more time. Destiny Ra- Raptors, over Dynasty. Raptors Destiny over who? Dynasty. The Golden State the Golden Warriors State in the Warriors. NBA Finals. And, you know, you look at it and you try to think about where we're at right now in the proceedings in terms of a championship. And you got Kawhi Leonard, as you mentioned, he put all his chips in the table and the guts it takes to say, I'm going to get rid of the franchise, the face of the franchise. And a multiple and a multiple year all star on on top of that, too. And your coach and your coach. And he was a coach of the year. Exactly. That's big. That's 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 big cojones. Exactly. That's so for Masai to, to do that, for Masai to make that move and say, hey, this is what we're doing, this is what we're going to be, this is what we're looking at, and have it work out. Do you need Kawhi to stay now? Wait, wait, wait hold on. Are we talking, wait, wait are, are you asking that question hypothetically on, that question as a fan with, or as if we put just ourselves right now, in the I'm shoes asking of you, I'm asking you, Mike Bellamo, do you need Kawhi to stay now? Or are you good with how this all broke down? It's a hard question because I'm, I'm good with how this happened because this was such an amazing, incredible run. And uh, NBA player, any professional athlete, plays to have the right to choose wherever they want to go. Free agency, right? So I wouldn't hate on Kawhi if he chose to go elsewhere. But you, you need him back mm-hmm. if... The chips all repeat. land if you want to repeat because, again, we have Kyle, Mark, and Serge all with a year left where we yeah. can run this whole thing back, a healthy OG and an OB. Yeah. Maybe even a bit of healthier Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Um, another and a, year a, a weaker Pascal NBA improving. now. Another year of Pascal. Freddie looks number. So, yeah, I mean, there's two sides of the story, right? Yeah. If you want to repeat and do that, you're going to need Kawhi. 
on the other end, if he does choose to go somewhere else, which we could talk about that in the offseason, I am happy and proud of what this team's done. It's incredible, right? And when you think of the Toronto Raptors and getting Kawhi Leonard, I thought, honestly, after the Sixers series, because this has been an incredible... Which was the hardest series. By far. Well, hold on. We talked about it, no? We talked about the fact that, hey, if you're looking at how all these teams line up, I thought the Sixers would definitely be the hardest matchup just because the size, the the athleticism, and just the talent level. Mm -hmm. The high-level talent of the Sixers team, I thought... Uh, was going to be the difficult part for the Raptors, especially with no Kevin Durant on the Warriors. Yeah. But after that game seven where Kawhi Leonard just drags the Toronto Raptors through, right? Like he dragged us through that. Because you have to remember, there's no Fred, there's no Norm. It was Kawhi doing dirt yeah. against yeah. the Sixers. Lowry struggling. Yeah. After that series, I was like, you know it what? Changed. I'm okay if he leaves. After that, I was like, he left it all on the ground. He left it all out on the court. He was hurt. He was limping, all that. After that, I was like, I'm good. The rest is gravy. That didn't mean I didn't think they could beat the Bucs. That didn't mean I didn't think they had a chance against the Warriors. But I'm just saying in terms of if you're asking me if Kawhi leaves, am I okay? I'm totally fine. So you're telling me the man leaves and he left us with a chip? Championship. Chips and the dip, to quote yeah, Drake, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm totally fine if yeah. Kawhi leaves. I'm not mad at him. Everybody should be. He gave us everything he had for the whole year. An incredible run. Incredible run. run. And, like, and it's not and like think, we won the championship, it. but the way we won exactly. the whole series, the whole season was, again, mm-hmm. no be, not being a homer, was incredible. Yeah. And we're going to remember this. Like, let's go back to the actual moments of them winning. Like, we're going to remember that. Like, that's going to go down in, like, folklore. I remember when I was 10 and the Jays won and being scared downtown because there were so many people. And now being able to do that again as an adult and just, like, take it all in. I mean... I was might have been under the influence of a couple <laughs> a, a beverages, <laughs> but my point remains that like I, we're gonna remember that forever. Like, Rest take of our lives. To, forget that. Take me back to just how it feels, the moment, the clinching moment of the Raptors winning the NBA title. Set the scene for me. Where were you? What was going on? How did you feel in that moment? Foots, I'll start with you, man. Honestly, I was disappointed on myself because I sat in my wrong chair in <laughs> Game Five, and I, and I felt personally responsible. <laughs> For the Raptors not winning that we game, all do, yeah. even like though that. we lost by one, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But game six, yeah, I was I was sitting in the right chair. Game you. six, and I was just at home, just like every other Raptor just fan, just taking it in and, and thinking like, yo, I remember the days of Jean Tabak and exactly. and and Jamario and, Moon and Jamario Moon and certain other guys. I'm like, yo, for yeah. all it to come Michael to this Brad, now, Stewart we're Brown. NBA champions. It's so surreal. It's, it's crazy. still surreal. It's still crazy. It's crazy. Q. Oh. The moment, the the final buzzer sounds, and I know it was a weird ending. Yes, it was. With like the, you know, there wasn't like the actual like moment. The rush. Yeah, yeah. 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 it was but the hold the your moment of just wait. This is real life, NBA champs. What were you? What's going on in your mind when that happened, man? Honestly, yeah, I was holding back emotion. Okay, I was at rec room. I was. Yep. I think I was on top of the table. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's how we live in? Yeah. uh, I was on top of the table. I came down off the table. I hugged about 15 people I don't know. Yep. I high-fived about 15 more. And then I got on my phone, and I bought $300 worth of championship gear. Yeah. Because I was not waiting in line, because I knew it was selling. That shit was going to fly out. That was a hot. And then then, then I left rec room, and I was just, Toronto, salute to you. Nobody celebrates like us. Nobody. So I never seen so much people. Oh man. I seen I seen 
like a 60 year old uh, Indian man dancing, dancing yeah, that's what hit the in the middle yeah, the of a crowd of teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was my picture. I, I was the one that posted that. I, I, I was. People were letting off fireworks. Fireworks were bouncing off of the high rise buildings. Yeah. We we walked to the tunnel under um, York Street. Yeah. And I almost lost my hearing. Because it just echoed in there, and I just—it was just a sea of people, and I've never seen. I'm a man that likes to be in the middle of everything. I've never seen that many people in the street before in my life. It was really before before I go to you, Mikey. I'm just gonna say this: I was at a party at uh, Hotel X, and at one point when we walked down, because we had to switch rooms, and we went down to the main level bar, and I saw the first shots on the TV screen of what Young and Dundas Square Mm. looked like, and I got. It's like I instantly got sober because I just stopped dead in my tracks. Like it didn't look like real life. Yeah, it was just people flooded the whole street. The, like just a picture of the whole street, the whole sidewalk, the whole like actual square, just rammed with people. Insane. It didn't seem like real life. It just seemed like incredible. And it was like, all right, let's go join the party. Yeah, <laughs> right. Definitely. What about you, yeah. Mikey? When it hit zero and it became real. Yeah. What was that moment like? I'm just gonna backtrack just a little and just tell everybody so. Your boy took the day off. Okay. I'm a bus driver, TTC, you know that. Hey. Work. We get two days off of work a yeah. year paid. Yeah. So yeah. I took the Tuesday off after game five. Okay. Thinking I could go celebrate. Yeah. That didn't happen. I got <laughs> everybody laughed at me the next day, like, oh, you take your day off. So I had to work the next morning. So I watched that at home, but it was such, it's so nerve, nerve wracking. Yeah. You kind of just want to be alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When. Draymond did the Chris Webber timeout <laughs> thing. You kind of knew it was over, and I, I kind of teared up a bit. You know what though? It was Draymond and Iggy and, and Quinn Cook yeah, all calling timeout. Time it's like, how do you guys not know you don't have timeouts? Thank left? you. That you, was weird to me. But anyway, sorry. I teared up a little bit, and what went through my head was, honestly, first was this was us was um when you gave me the call and said you were thinking of doing something like every game and mm-hmm. the hard work we went into right. a game, one, Super 10, dope. 13, 24, 48, 63, <laughs> 64, 65, all the emotions. Like when yeah. it comes to life, a lot of the times you don't like the hard times, but yeah. the, the, the trip, the double overtime game, remember me and you in the double <laughs> overtime game? Yeah, the yeah, stress yeah. you go through. Yeah, and then well. when we went to the NBA finals, that happiness, and you think of all that, and it makes it so worth it. Worth yeah. it. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I just sat at home, watched it, called yeah. everybody right after. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just thought of all the times of, you know what I mean? Just yeah, the yeah, Toronto yeah. narrative of never being a winner. Yeah. And actually being able to watch it, man. It was yeah. special. It's funny how you bring that up, right? Because so I went like dark for the yeah. for like the games between. I should have said this off the t- front end. There's a bunch of people that were wondering where the game five was, podcast was. I thought he died, right? <laughs> and the game six podcast. And I had a plan that I didn't make public, and I didn't really want to tell anyone really because I didn't want to jinx it. Yeah, and I know superstition sounds stupid, whatever. But hey, I, I firmly believe in that. But what I always planned to do was because I thought they were going to win, and especially once it was three one, I wasn't going to do a pod until the series was over, right? And when they won, we're going to do the pod in the coming days because, first off, you got to enjoy the celebration. Yes. Yeah, and, also, and also to do the pod right after the game. It's hard. No, but it didn't, it didn't make sense because everyone's going to be, if you're out. not out partying, yeah. you're watching the trophy presentation. Yes. Of course. And you're going to watch the trophy presentation for a long time. 
and then all the interviews after, right? Like it didn't make sense to no, do a yeah. pod right after live anyway. So my plan was, hey, they're gonna win. We're gonna do it a couple of days later. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't anticipate was the messages, obviously from my boys, the messages from all of the wrap it up fans and on blast fans that were just worried if I was okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I had so many messages from people that were like, "Are you alive? Like, are you okay? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering about you. I haven't, you haven't even posted anything yeah, on not social. Even at halftime. And or I anything. was no. Yeah. Do you know what it was? I was just taking it all in. It's amazing. That's all yeah. it was. It's, I just was taking it all in in real time. It. And I know this sounds crazy because obviously I'm talking right now on a podcast, and obviously I'm heavily on social media and all that stuff, but. It was something that seemed so surreal that I wanted to just take it all in. And that last game, man, the the ride of up and down and back and oh, forth. And 20 lead changes. It was right. such an in insane half. game. It was a in great half. game. Was that, Maybe, or, I, don't I, don't I don't know what it was. 20 something lead changes is 14 in the first half. Crazy. Like yeah. It was so insane to me. It was just a thing where I'm, I'm watching it and I'm thinking... This game is so crazy. I didn't want to text. I didn't know what to do. I mentioned I was at this party and it was open bar. And I was so nervous drinking. I drank wine. I drank mixed drinks. I drank beer. I was drinking everything. Like it was just the most random. Like, yeah. I didn't know what to do. And at one point, someone, a dude I don't even know, who's just at the party watching the game beside me, he says... I can't do this again on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but it was so honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's an honest response. It's like it, the nerves, right? Your stomach yeah. gets yeah. just killed, bro, with the stress. And like, we, did we ever believe that we would be here? And I'm saying we in terms of the collective Toronto. Because there's been a lot of talk to me that's so dumb about Leaf fans, Raptor fans. Da, 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 and it's like the same them. people. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's like it's the same people, man. We're in the same city, right? And I mean, if you're going to separate it, I don't even want to get into that conversation because that's going down a whole other road no, that yeah, I don't really no. care about. Yep. But my point is, as Toronto, as a collective, did we ever think that we would get to this point where we were, you know, you're watching it and you're almost waiting for the bad, yeah. the, the negative to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm going to take you guys to this moment and ask you, when Danny Green made the turnover, were you thinking, oh, shit, that's it, we just blew it? Yeah. We're going back to Toronto? What did you think? To be honest with you, Yes. Yeah, everybody you thought did. so. I'll, can I be honest with you? I didn't think so. No. And this is going to sound weird. The reason why I didn't think so was because, again, I'm going to mention superstition and basketball gods and all that. I was like, the basketball gods are not that evil. <laughs> that they're going to make Danny Green. Cause, That's yo, true. If the Raps end up losing that game and Steph hits that shot, Danny Green can't come back Behold. to Toronto. Behold. Oh, oh, for 100%. He no, can't no. come back to Toronto, number He's one. Out. And number two, but even before the lead up to the lead up towards that turnover, the NBA was hold on. Game. It was a foul, but the NBA was promoting heavy. We'll be back Sunday, <laughs> Sunday at eight thirty, game Day. seven. Yeah. I'm like, do they know something? We don't know what's going yeah. on here. Yeah. And then Danny turns over the ball, so I'm yeah. thinking, oh man, yeah. Do we? Okay, yeah, well, that, why do you think? He I was just trying like, to. Was he nervous to take those ner- foul shots? There's two things. One, because he was past a half. He was one. He was on the bench for so long. Yeah. Yes. And then you sell back in, and you're kind of like you're hitting the biggest shots just in weird. history. It's like, just for, weird. Yeah. But also, like he trapped himself by going into the corner, and Draymond played such perfect defense perfect and had defense. him dead. But in if the you corner, bear hug the ball, I think he just had it to, shouldn't be a jump. No, ball, but Draymond wasn't going to foul him. Draymond was just trapping. We were up, but Draymond was just trapping him. Right. And it's like all he had to do was dribble. But I think, like, the nerves yeah. of the, the nerves. moment. Yeah. And, you know, you come in the game cold. It was it was just not a good recipe for success at all. Like, I but I also didn't think, I, I'm telling you, I, in my mind, I was like, nah, we can't lose like that. 
that's too that's too dry. Of like course. that'd be too much of the Toronto narrative. Too like Danny yeah. Green yeah. couldn't come back to Toronto again. It'd be a wrap. Yeah, it'd be a wrap, especially with the playoffs he's had. I don't even what know. Does the NBA even call the five second, the five seconds of the ball? No, from back. They don't even call no. that right. But occasional, I, like once in a blue moon. But that's something yeah, I've never he, seen that call. I hope that's what he. I've was I've seen thinking. it called before, but oh, maybe. I hope that's what he was thinking. Well, Pascal also like could have caught the it. ball. Thank yeah. you, Pascal could have caught the ball too. You want to pass the Pascal in that moment though? Also true. Yeah, Pascal is fringy. Honestly, I thought nine seconds away from the NBA championship. Like nerves. Like not everybody's Kawhi. Thank you. Do you know what I mean? Like because it's justified, and you know the fact you let it slide. But at that moment. I'll be honest with you, I thought Steph was hitting that shot. You thought Steph was going to hit it? I thought Steph was making that So, <laughs> I've always had this thing where I, I don't think Steph wants to smoke like that. And I know that's unfair because he hit the tying shot in game five. Yeah. Like, I know that's unfair to Check say. Check the numbers. But I He's just, not clutch. Check the numbers. It was, what, 0 for 8, Check I think? the stats. 0 for 8 in, like, a game tying or go-ahead position with less than 20 seconds left on the clock, I think, yeah. is Steph's numbers, which is like the shot, worst. That shot was wide open. Career. Career. Well, that yeah. shot was wide open, though. Yeah, that yeah. was a, I mean, he, yo, that that was a It was a shot. Like, that, was that was a good was, play call. Well, no, I mean, they almost, they tried to go to the, the, the stretch with Ape. I think it was Draymond. Yeah, but it's a almost, setup. Yeah, no, but it's a setup. Like, so he's supposed it. to throw it cross-court to Draymond Over his head as too. a misdirection. Yeah. When really they're setting the screen to Steph, Boogie sets the screen, and Serge, because of the misdirection of him watching the ball go over his head, He's looking at the ball, not, not watching Steph, yeah. not watching Steph because yeah. he's supposed to switch he's that curling. screen, yeah. right? And so it's great play design by the Warriors. And Steph got a great look, yeah. and he just missed it. Yeah. And another theme of these playoffs to me is I'm not going to go as ham as my guy Cuffs the Legend on Twitter, who is a great Twitter follow if you don't follow Cuffs the Legend. But he's always talking about 73 wins and they lied, five All-Stars and they lied. To me, the strength of the Warriors was always the collective. Individually, Steph isn't the same smoke as Kawhi, as LeBron, as, as KD. The, thank you. Right? Like, all those guys together are really, really good, yeah. but it's a different energy when the spotlight is solely on you and the lights are on. And Steph Curry had moments in these playoffs with, I know there's no KD, I know Clay got hurt, cool, but it's like, yo, Steph, if you're the MVP that I'm told you are, you got to come up big and win your team a game. Mm -hmm. No? We gonna, and we're not even talking about the defensive end. Well. Where we're Kyle Lowry got off first half mm -hmm. and then switched it over to Van Fleet and says, it's your turn, bro. Come get some. Yeah, <laughs> and then chopped up Curry. That's true. That's real. But, you know, check the film. You'll hey, it's, that's real. Uh, you mentioned Kyle Lowry, though. Boy played the game of his life. Yeah. yeah. Kyle Lowry. He went on a little mini run right at the beginning of the game. Fred Van Fleet brought it up. Okay. Mm -hmm that there's nobody that takes more slander, maybe yeah. in the NBA, than Fact Kyle dope. Lowry online, right? From his own fans, from NBA circles, all of that. I'm going to go back to the end of Game 5 for a second because I think Kyle Lowry played a good Game 5. There are two terrible plays he made down the stretch yep. in terms of he had the 24-second violation where he turned the ball over late. Mm -hmm. And the Raps are supposed to win Game 5, right? Yeah, like That was supposed to be a dub. And then Kyle Lowry, he got a shot blocked by Draymond. Draymond made a great defensive play. Cool. But you got to get a shot off. Yeah, you got to do something in that situation. Draymond had a bit better there. But but not a good ending for Kyle Lowry, we'll say. And then what does my guy do in game six? He comes oh, no, out wow. guns blazing. He was just wetting threes first, early. 14, first quarter. He's got the, did he score the first 14? First 11, I think. It was the first I 11 rounds. Yeah, first 11. First 11. 
on step backs. It. Like, yeah. Pull-ups. Like he was giving you everything. Bounce. Well, what was the thought process that we talked about all season long when we could tell there's a locked-in Kyle Lowry? Yeah. That pull-up in rhythm three, you see that yeah. early? Oh, yeah. That's how you feeling today, Kyle? Okay. And he got off early, and in a game where this is your legacy, right? You can't lose, you can't lose a series at this point, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. And Kyle Lowry comes out and says, no, 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 I'm taking this as a personal challenge. And we've seen it year after year where this is a guy that takes personal challenges on the road. On the road. For some reason, he plays like he comes up big in like big time games when people aren't expecting it from him. Yep. But I've always thought this. Tell me if you agree or disagree. I've stopped reacting to the Kyle Lowry highs and lows a long time ago, right? Like there's people who are ready to like slander Kyle Lowry if he plays badly. Yeah, there's true. people who are ready to like when he has a great game, be like, oh, Kyle Lowry's the best. I've learned to just ride the wave of Kyle Lowry mm -hmm. and appreciate that. When you look at how this all ended for him, what kind of redemption is that now for a dude who's been through the thick of it in Toronto? When you look at Kyle Lowry now, what is his Raptors legacy now? Is he is he hater proof? Yeah, when you win a championship, all of that negativity just goes out the window. Yeah. Right? Um, as the leader of this Raptors team and the Raptors teams before, we'll all agree with that, right? Yeah. I mean, Kawhi was... The chef, Kawhi, was the man. But yeah, yeah. as the leader, as the point guard, mm -hmm. um, he played great. Yeah. There was a couple games where he might not have scored as much. And me and you and, 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 and we, Yeah, but we've always talked about that. In the beginning of the year, was, he was the second scorer. What was he going to do? And Pascal, his M most improved mm -hmm. year, kind of took that away from Kyle and let him just relax. But the games that he didn't play the best on the box score, he always did little other intangibles. Sure. Yep. He Winning led plays. the playoffs mm -hmm. in charges by double. Yeah. Right? He, I don't know what he was doing in the huddles on him, but I'm sure he was vocal. For um, sure. He picked his opportune times picked his spots. to cook. Mm -hmm. Right? And again, like, the, the, the backlash that he's had, and then with him, beside him and DeMar and all that, he, he handled that like, like a grown man. Yeah. After maybe... The, the little bit of the beginning of the year, and for the most of the season, he, he, knew, he knew his role, and it, it's like gradually every game within this playoff run, amazing playoff run, yeah. he just got better and better and better. Yeah. And I think his value as a player, yeah. as a leader, as anything, is at a peak right now. Well, the thing, too, early on, before I let you guys jump in, early on in the season, we were looking for who that second scorer was. Yeah. And we said, I don't know if Kyle Lowry can do that consistently at this age. Yeah. Right? And so it was so important to have these other things happen where, obviously, the Pascal glow up. Yep. You add in Marc Gasol, but you know you have Serge, you have Fred, you have all these other guys. And that was the beauty of this Raptors team because you knew what you could pencil in Kawhi for. 30 and 12. But you just needed some of the other guys to step up. Yep. And when you put Kyle Lowry in that position in terms of scoring, where he doesn't have to get you 25 every night, mm -hmm. but when he does... Hey, Bonus. you're laughing. Yeah. And I think that's what you saw in these playoffs. And that game six to me is Kyle Lowry's, that's the legacy. Yeah, yeah, because that's when, yo, the chips are down. Everyone's thinking, like, there's so much talk about, oh, Warriors are winning for sure. This yeah. is going to be a blowout. Raps are going to go home in seven. And what's going to happen in game seven? Yeah. Who knows? But what did Kyle Lowry do? That's leadership. Yep. Lowry and Van Fleet took their matchup personal. And as Mike just said, has. though, as Mike just said, the thing about Kyle Lowry, and I'm not comparing and I'm not saying that Kyle Lowry is better than Steph Curry. This, this is not what I'm saying. My point, though, that I'm making is if Steph Curry is not shooting well, There's how else is he affecting the game? Thank you. Right? Yep. If he's not shooting a high percentage, how else is he affecting the game? 
And when you look at Kyle Lowry, if his shooting numbers aren't there, you could at least still say, oh, he's taking charges. Charges. Oh, he's making hustle plays. And again, obviously you'd much rather have Steph Curry. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just talking about intangibles in terms of what the other things you need from your team, from your leader, backs against the wall. Who's the dude you want in the foxhole with you? You know Kyle Lowry, North Philly's riding. Q, talk to me. Lowry. We, We established seasons before that maybe Kyle as your second leading scorer mm-hmm. isn't what you really need, mm-hmm. right? It's, that's not championship, the recipe, right? Yeah. You're forgetting Kyle Lowry This averaged 8.7 assists this year. Yeah. That was his highest total ever. Yeah. Right? And it's because we, we had, it was more of a team effort. So yeah, yes, more options. So, I mean, yes, you've got Kawhi now and the one-man wrecking, wrecking ball, right? Yeah. But the Siakam glow up, um, we used to talk about the beginning of the season where our centers outplayed every yeah. the others, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? Very combined, true, right? The points. Balance, combined. Balance, and Serge. So, look, Serge started the year, mm-hmm. and we were like, Serge, don't take that. Oh, yeah. that went in. Yeah. Yeah. Serge, don't know. Serge had a big Serge, year, that went, Right? So He did. Big year. So Kyle, see, I think Kyle seen that, and there was a little bit of pressure off. Mm-hmm. And I think even for him, I think he realized that, look at the team we have. Yeah. Right? It's not, it's not about trying to get 60 wins, right? I mean, yeah. they, they got 58, and Kawhi only played 60 games, right? So without load management, we're probably the number one seed throughout oh, the playoffs. Easily. Sure. Easily, right? But anyway, sure. but again, I think the message was it's not about where you start, it's where we finish. Yep. Right? Yeah. So I think he he allowed those other guys to have their time. And he allowed Siakam to then be the number two guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right? when you take the pressure off point total for Kyle – and put more emphasis on all the other stuff that he does, I mean, I think that's where he feels most comfortable. Yeah, Yeah, totally. I think Kyle Lowry, too, in terms of being the leader of the team, it was a lot of the the same things you heard a lot of the guys say after the championship celebration on the podium and all the one-on-ones. It was all about how all these guys were so unselfish. And so Kawhi came in, and he's we all know he's that dude. But it's not like he came in demanding anything, being like, I'm the man, I need touches, I need whatever. He just came about his business. Kyle Lowry knows that Kawhi's the man. It's not like he he came in and he looked at him a certain way. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it was all unselfishness because they all shared the same goal. And I think a big part of it is they took on the mentality of Kawhi Leonard in terms of staying even keel and not riding that wave of getting too high or too low in any moment, just understanding, oh, we lost, but we could have won that game. Cool, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, and I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, Kawhi Leonard at the podium after they won the championship, he said that he texted Kyle Lowry after he was traded to Toronto, and he said to him, quote, let's go out and do something special. I know your best friend left. I know you're mad, but let's make this thing work out. Close quote. That to me is incredible when you look at that and you you, you see how everything else played out. That's Kawhi's star coming in saying, hey, me and you, we can do this. Let's do this. Acknowledging him. Exactly. Acknowledging. acknowledging the situation, the tough situation that Lowry's in and saying, no, I'm going to ride with you. Let's because do yep. this. Kawhi so that, could have been the sour pot yep. and kind of been like, this isn't where I want to be. Exactly. Whatever, it's one year left, kind of taking the AD road, if you were to say New Orleans, which yep. he isn't. We'll talk about that after. But, yeah, and so it showed um, the character of Kawhi yeah. saying, we're in similar spots just from different views, exactly. let's come together mm-hmm. and do this, right? And do something special. <laughs> that mm-hmm. special Boy, did they. Getting that Larry OB. Yo, every time I hear Kawhi say Larry OB, I get yeah. chills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that Larry OB. Oh, my goodness. It's so crazy. But 
we talked about Kyle Lowry, what Kyle Lowry's legacy is. I think, you know, he might have to be that first Raptor jersey put up in the rafters. And if you ask, I don't know. There's that's another conversation for another day. But I'm just so impressed with Kyle Lowry because that guy went through everything, man. A, a lot yep. of the slander that he got. I, I was so happy for him. I thought it was cool that Serge grabbed the trophy from the owner, from Tannenbaum, and gave it, gave it to it Kyle. To and, yep. and Masai was there. Masai is gassing Guys, you got to go look on this, whether yeah, it's Twitter it's so or Instagram. Masai has a slow-mo video of his face when, Kawhi's, when uh, Kyle's about to yeah. lift it, and it's classic. Uh, it's, it's so good. It's so incredible, that moment for Kyle Lowry. But we've gone pretty far without talking about what Kawhi Leonard meant to this team, just in terms of being that stone-cold killer. And I went back to Lebronto at the start of this and mentioned, we need one of those guys. Because without yep. one of those guys, your chances of winning in the playoffs You're are done. very Especially slim. In the, NBA, yeah. in the NBA, very slim. We got one of those guys, and he put in work. Where, right now, would you rank Kawhi Leonard in the NBA? And also, where do you rank this performance that Kawhi Leonard put up in terms of just have you seen anything like this before in terms of a playoff performance by one dude? Um, yeah, we were, we were all young, and his name was MJ. Okay. Um, but, okay, that's high praise. Okay. Right? But I think the difference with MJ was, especially after the first run, Yeah. everybody expected the Bulls to be there. Nobody mm -hmm. expected or wanted Toronto to be there, and okay. he still – was able to pull it through, yeah. right? Like, we played the Golden State Warriors plus the refs, mm -hmm. plus the NBA, Ooh. plus the fans, Ooh. plus the U.S. Like, Ooh. it was, it was, it was literally Spicy. Toronto. It was really Toronto versus the world. No? It was, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, even afterwards, we like we have the championship, and there's still you're still seeing that excuses. People don't want this to happen. Yeah, right. That trade happens today because having Toronto the focus of the NBA mm -hmm. for. More than a couple of days, <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, not in anybody's, it's yeah. not in the NBA's best interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, right? I know what you're so, saying. I know what you're saying. Um, I remember the question you asked earlier is, is, is one year worth it? And for me, yes. And it's not just the championship, it was just seeing again. Yeah, that's We were all worried because obviously nobody knows Kawhi, nobody knew how he was going to feel coming in. He didn't speak to the media for a month mm -hmm. after the trade. Was he going to be the, the prima donna NBA player, right? Was he going to be. Was he going to come in and sulk? And, you know, because, I mean, we've been through it before with some of our previous superstars, right? Where they came in but weren't really, didn't really have their heart in it, weren't really giving us their 100%. Yeah. The man came in and gave us 100%. Like, again, in modern times, I have not seen anybody do that. Yeah. Right? There's no, there is no reason for me, and I still feel like people probably looked at me crazy when I was telling Like, people would just come to me and have these conversations about yeah. the Raptors in the playoffs, and I said, the rap before the season before the, the the final started, I was like, we were saying raps in six. I was saying there's no way Golden State can hang with us without KD. Yeah, it's a numbers game. It was right. a numbers game, yeah. and yeah. and I said, Clay and Steph had to score 35 each a night, and a even night. still, that's yeah. only 70 points. Yeah. Right? You did say so. That. You need so. another 40 to 50. Iguodala had a great game six. That's a one-off. That's yeah. one game, yeah. They piece right? different games together. Other than that, yeah. Other than that, you're talking Quinn Cook. Yeah. Are you getting consistent points from them? Come on, Looney, Draymond maybe. impressed me a lot, man. Draymond's always been my favorite warrior for a lot of reasons, yeah. but Draymond impressed six. me a lot because you know his scoring is up and down for sure, but he does so, so much, much else for that their makes team. that team yeah. go. 
But again, they needed consistent scoring. And the beauty of this team that Masai Ujiri built, and the reason why, Defense. even if you go back to what we were saying, and I, I, I hate saying, hey, go back and listen to what we said about this, but I feel like That's in facts. these times it's important <laughs> to listen to the – check the receipts. Check right? the receipts. Because I said one of the things was this series was going to be similar to the Bucks series in the sense that the other Raptor players, Fred Van Fleet, you didn't really see it much from them. They can play in the series. They can play Again, because Golden they State. can get buckets. And that's what's going to be the difference. You have these dudes. When you look at Golden State, Quinn Cook can't get his own shot. Igudala can't really get his own shot. Draymond can't really get his own shot. So all those dudes that are not Stephen Clay can't score. Whereas the Raps, if you give Serge the ball, Serge can make a move and score, mm -hmm. right? Fred, if you give him the ball, yeah. he can make a move and score. Then, of course, you have Kyle. Of course, you have Kawhi. Even Norm can create his own shot. Even Norm. Mm -hmm. But you, that's quick. just a difference between what and how good this Raptors team is. Marc Gasol, same thing. Yo, Marc Gasol had some no-shows, and Marc Gasol had some massive, massive, massive games, massive yep. games Nothing for the in between. Raptors. Yeah. But it's just that's the beauty of this team. You knew what you were getting from Kawhi, and you had enough from the others. So you just needed two of them to show up a night, yep. and you were good to go. That, to me, was incredible. But a question I have for you guys, though, with all the injuries that we watched happen to Golden State, what do you guys make of this asterisk talk that a lot of people have been bringing up in terms of Golden State? We only won because Golden State got injured. I'm gonna uh, Just for people who might not be familiar, we know Kevin Durant made his return in Game 5. He went down again. He's now has torn ACL. He's probably going to miss all the next no, season. A, Kevin Durant's a torn Achilles. Achilles, sorry. Clay Thompson Clay's is a torn, torn ACL. ACL. He's out for nine, He's to, out 10 for nine to ten months. So with both those injuries to the Golden State Warriors, Mike, I'll start with you. Is there an asterisk beside mm. this Toronto Raptors championship? Absolutely not because you saw the Toronto Raptors do a magnificent run, mm -hmm. right? Aside from the Orlando Magic, they handled Philly. Yeah. It was really close, and right? They took out what everybody thought would be the Eastern Conference champions, the yep. Bucks. Yep. You know? And they swarmed Golden State. The same Golden State team who swept the floor with Portland. They played 24 quarters and essentially beat them 20. Right? Yeah, it would have been a little bit of a different series had KD played. KD tried. He couldn't. Right? Um... The, the American media, they know that this was a special different team by the defense, by what you just pointed out, the depth, by the personalities. Um, we could go back in 2015 or 2016 when Kyrie and Kevin Love were out, right? I mean, there's exactly. Kawhi, happens all Chris the time. Paul. This is what happens. happens you know, all the, time. the grind yeah. of the long NBA season. It happens. Right? It happens. So, no, there's no asterisks whatsoever against us. Because this wasn't a fluke. No. Th this was pure, utter domination of one of the better, best dynasty teams can we, that we have seen. And can we stop your, injuries are Sorry. a part of it. Further to your point, I think the Raptors proved that with Clay Thompson still in the series, yep. they were still the better team. Oh, yeah. No? Sorry, I'll go ahead. I was just saying, man, can we stop acting like they didn't have all-stars on the on the other end of the floor on the exactly. other team. Yeah. Let's stop this. Yeah. They started the season off with five All-Stars. <laughs> Let's keep it a buck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, DeMarcus Cousins. They started off the all, season with five All-Stars. coming yeah. off the A bench. couple of them got hurt. They left them down to two to three. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's keep, let's, like, let's keep it real. Yeah. And There's we no asterisk. We beat them. We were a better team from the jump. And yeah. at the end of the day, there's certain guys that you guys still don't want to 
don't want to own up to not stepping up, then step up. This is the bottom Yo, line. I'm gonna better I'm gonna, team. I'm gonna say this and then I'm gonna repeat it. We won all three games in Oracle. Yeah, we Thank won you. all three games and the closeout game on their court in Oracle. There is no asterisk that you give to any team. True. When that happens, no, I, can, I agree can, with that. All, all, all you people that are out there that are making memes, I want one of Kawhi in a hard hat with the wrecking ball. Yeah, going to Oracle. Yeah. They tore that building up. <laughs> they tore it up. I was wondering where you're going with that. Okay, mm-hmm. I got you. I, they, tore, <laughs> they tore that building I up. I was too. Because <laughs> I'm looking at this boy calm. I'm just like, why is he going with this? Whatever. Let him swing on that wrecking yeah, ball, bro. That that building is going down. Yeah. That is the house that Kawhi demolished. Yeah. And I mean, you look at it, and shouts to On Point Basketball. They pointed this out, right? They said, a history of Golden State facing injured opponents in the playoffs. Thank you. 2015 first round. New Orleans, down. New Orleans played, and they lost Drew Holiday, their starting point guard, who we know Drew Holiday puts in work. Same year, second round, played Memphis without their star point guard, Mike Connolly, and all-NBA first-team defender, Tony Allen. Now, a real basketball head knows the difference that Tony Allen makes in that oh, series. Him and Patrick oh, Beverly. Thank like, you. Like, yeah, those yeah. are defensive. Far from movies. a scrub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we know the difference that a guy like Tony Allen makes. Yeah. A real basketball head knows, like, that's a major, major loss for a team in the playoffs. Kobe Bryant right? will mm-hmm. tell you that, too. So now go to 2015 conference finals. They Chris played Paul. Houston without their all-NBA defender, Patrick Beverly. So same thing again, right? You're yep. letting Stephen Clay get off and get buckets without having to face the other team's top defender, okay? 2015 finals. They played... Cleveland without Kyrie Irving and Kevin, and Kevin Love. Love. That's even and without even saying. Nobody says that the Golden State Warriors' first championship has an asterisk. They yeah. just say, oh, Golden State has a dynasty. They won three of the last four championships. Or, and it's three just of the like, last five. Now. Three of the last five, <laughs> yes. Right, but nobody says there's an asterisk there no. when LeBron with Matthew Della Vadova, yeah. Tristan, and the second leading scorer on that team was Timofey Mozgov. Oh, <laughs> right? That was their second leading scorer in that series, and LeBron right. took them to six. Ain't nobody talking about no asterisks then. We don't even remember that. And, and in fact, Q, I know you're one of these people who slander LeBron James. In fact, people still add that to LeBron's resume in slandering his NBA Finals resume in comparing him to Mike. And the man was out here balling with Della Vadova. Right? And, like, and he only got there because Derrick Rose and, and Chicago had their injuries. It happens all the time. And that's what happens in sports. So, so, oh, there's more. Have, there's more. They still have three All-Stars. There's yeah. more. 2017 first round. Kawhi. Played Portland without Nurkic. Their starting center, right? Yeah. Come on. Then in the second round, played Utah without George Hill. Their starting point guard. Great defender. 2017 conference finals. Played the Spurs without Kawhi Leonard yeah. and Tony Parker. 2018 first round. Played the Spurs again without Kawhi Leonard. 2018 second round, played the New Orleans Pelicans without DeMarcus Cousins. 2018 conference finals, they played, we all know, they played game six and seven without Chris Paul. The Houston Rockets probably should have won that series, a lot of people will say. But bottom line, when we look back at history, we don't remember all that. We just say Golden State had a dynasty. And I feel like it was, I don't want to say it's fitting because it sounds like I'm rooting for people to get hurt because that's not what I'm trying to say here at all. But the way that Golden State went down, it would just fit the storyline of how things happen in the playoffs. Injuries happen. Their Injuries stars happen. were pretty healthy for this finals run. You built your team the opposite way that it started, because if you remember how it started, it was yep. strength in numbers. Right. Meaning, yes, Steph and Clay and Draymond got busy, but just as important was Harrison Barnes. Just yep. as important yeah, was role Barbosa, Andrew Bogut. And Andrew Barbosa. Bogut. Uh, 
uh, what's my guy off the bench? Big man off the bench. Um, uh, Mo Spates. Yep. Right? Mo like, Mo they Bucket. got so the many seat. contributions going 10, 11 deep. Strength in numbers was the way this all started. And then now it was it turned into we have, five, we have five all We got KD. We sacrificed the bench. So while we're on this topic of Kevin Durant, because I think this is a big thing, and then we'll get back to talking about the Raptors. But while we're talking about Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant came back into game five, and I'll ask you guys this first. Were you worried about Kevin Durant coming back in this finals and swinging the series? Mikey. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, did we all watch what that guy was doing? In the first 11 minutes, yeah, man, it Should looked it looked, it, it looked uh, pretty scary the way they were playing. Now, now, this is my little thing that I think, and I have no sources, yeah. Um, but I believe he knew that it was bound to happen, that the surgery was going to happen, whether it was playing in that game five or maybe the game six or the beginning of next year in the regular season in game 12. I think he knew that... He really needed that surgery, and he couldn't play to the full capacity yeah. that he wanted to without that kind of happening again. Yeah. So when you come to the fact that should he have played, I mean, again, if you put it maybe happening in uh, game 12 of the regular season next year or being the man, the comeback down 3-1, like yeah. Stephen A. Smith said, this is not going Golden State's way unless yeah. number 35 comes back, right? So... I think hit was a lot of his decision, mm-hmm. obviously Golden State's as well, but if he would have been able to play through that, um, I think we'd be having a game on Sunday. Q? No. KD shouldn't have played. KD, KD shouldn't have played, but I don't think at that point where he's coming back, you're down 3-1. I, don't, I still don't see them winning three games. <laughs> I still no. I think we right? won like game that, seven, but I'm just saying. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, right. No, you know I what I mean. But I don't. But I, I but even like he was in the game. What was he? Three or four from three at eleven three of points. Three, eleven. Eleven three points three from three. Eleven points in twelve minutes. Mm-hmm. At that point, we were still only down five. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it didn't seem any. They different. shot the lights out it to start the exactly. game. Raps were still so in it. It, yeah. it didn't seem any different from all the rest of the games mm-hmm. where you look at halftime. You know, we were down three. We were down four, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just. Made our, our, our changes yep. yeah. and made our run in the second half. Yeah. It didn't look any different. Mm-hmm. It was just another player on, on the floor. Cues, or sorry, Foots. Foots, you played, you played D1 ball at a very high level. And I bring that up because you have, had to have witnessed at some point the process of someone being injured, someone you know having to deal with the medical staff, and just what that process is like in terms of someone clearing you to play and then how badly you want to play. Because we know these guys are athletes and you want to play. But should Kevin Durant have played in this series at all? No. Kevin Durant shouldn't have played in the series. Yeah. But the competitor that he is, yeah. and obviously the competitor that the Warriors are, you're going to fudge some stuff. You might even <laughs> lie. I've, you know me. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't wrong. I've seen guys get the needle. I've seen I think this it to was, get back uh, in that game. I think it was Perk said... Tell me if this is true or not, Foots. He said, if you're a player and you want to play, you know how you can trick the trainers into thinking that you're healthy enough to play. Big facts. <laughs> Big facts. And at the end of the day, even if you, you, might, you might not even, on the highest levels, you might not even have to trick the trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand Because me? they want you to play too. Because there's another sub-level to this whole thing that is kind of like slimy. Because like Real Bob slimy. Myers comes out after and he got the fake tears. Fake tears. And, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm going to say alleged fake tears it's, it's, because it's, I'm looking at that well, man gotta, sideways gotta, and I'm not you, buying you gotta, it. 
Come on, man. You sacrifice. Yeah. This is just put it on the table. You sacrifice a man's career yeah. for the three peat. Yeah, yeah. And he was on board with it. Because here's the thing, Kevin Durant, as you mentioned, he's a competitor. He's yeah. gonna want to play. But if you're the the in charge of basketball operations. You have to know that it's not possible that you can be like, on Friday, nah, he can't play, he's not cleared to play, and then magically, three days later, you're okay? That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It's not possible that you could be at a position where, it's not possible where you're in a position where, no, you can't move around, you can't play, and then you've been off for a month, yeah. and then now two more days make a difference, and now you're cleared to play? Supposedly, he looked horrible in the shoot-around days just a couple days prior. That's what Jalen Rose said. Jalen Rose said on Jalen Rose said on Friday. Five, he reported on the Friday when they tried to work him out. He said the workout did not go well yeah. and he's probably not going to play. He shouldn't play. And then on Monday when it was announced that he was going to play, everyone was out here slandering Jalen and his sources and all that. Thank you. And then Durant gets hurt. And I was sitting here the whole time again there's receipts. There's no way Kevin Durant is coming back and making an uh, an effect in these playoffs because it's not possible you've missed a month of basketball and if it even if it is a calf injury or achilles whatever we'll let thing essentially we'll let the doctors figure all that out but you've missed a month of basketball and you think you're coming back in the nba finals three games against kawhi this is why i was after a month off but this is why even though i was cheering for the raptors obviously but i was more upset because instead of putting the pressure on your three core all-stars that you already have that are in the series yeah you put pressure on the on durant on makes no sense i think i think it just it just Shows a level of disrespect to the Raptors. Thank that you. They couldn't take that loss. I'm like, oh, we can't lose to the Raptors. There goes our dynasty. There goes because otherwise you don't do this. Right? So there's another subplot to all this because uh, Jay will, right? Jay Williams, yeah. who has been doing a lot of work with ESPN lately. He was on the jump the day after the finals, not the jump, uh, get up mm-hmm. the day after the finals, and he said that. Kevin Durant should not, should definitely have not played, first off. And he says that he knows for a fact that Durant was told you cannot hurt yourself more by playing, by the Warriors medical staff. So the reason why this is important is because Jay Williams, coincidentally enough, happens to be working on a project called The Boardroom with Kevin Durant and with Rex Kleiman, who's Durant's his business par- manager. Partner. Yeah, his yeah. partner, right? So... For Jay Will to go on national TV and openly say that he can tell you with a fact the Warriors told Durant there's no way he can injure himself more. And now for him to go on TV and say that, he has to be very confident in the fact that he's getting this from someone inside KD's camp. They're a little bit salty that the Warriors played him. And there's a bit of a sense that they were just trying to suck every last bit out of KD because they knew he was leaving in free agency. I believe it. So they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can play. That, to me, is crazy. Like, how is he not suing the team? How is he not? Like, I can't mess with you guys anymore. And Bob Myers thinks that because you can come out here in a press conference afterwards and and sniffle, (laughs) like, how much time's over, that's going to make up for it. You can't clear him to play. And they said that the the, uh, decision to clear Kevin Durant was a collective one. Collective with who? I knew that was a lie. Hold on, but collective with who? If a doctor says that he's not able to play, what is someone else telling a doctor? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense at all. And so you don't think a doctor is incentivized to make it seem like this guy's healthy or I'm doing a good job as a doctor, making him prepared so that he's able to play, so that he's available to play? But the whole thing is so fishy, But it's the whole Kawhi and San Antonio thing, right? Because, exactly. Because when, when, when the Achilles went, 
He didn't fly back to San Francisco. He didn't go with the, with the, with the Golden State doctors. Yeah. He went to go see his doctor in he New York. He went to New York, yeah. Totally. That's a great point. Right? So, it's just a super slimy situation all the way around. And, and I, again, uh, obviously I wanted the Raptors to win. Obviously, Golden State Warriors is a team that I disliked watching <laughs> for their whole entire run. So I'm super happy with the way that they went down in terms of the Raptors winning. But I do feel bad for KD. And Clay. And Clay. And you, did you see the rush to not let Clay back in the game after? Like after Clay got hurt, came yeah. back at the free throws, and then Bob Myers is right there to be like, no, 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 you're not going back in. It's like, oh, now you want to step yeah, in. Yeah, now you're concerned about <laughs> your player's health. Now you want to step in and say, oh, no, you can't play. Right, but that's, but that's, that's, that's part of why everybody was speculating that there was no way Durant was going back anyway because he was never really – even though he won them those those last two championships, he's like a hired he assassin. Was, he was never. He's like really, Kawhi to us. He was, he was never really family, right? He never. was. He was like that. Outs- he was. Just, he was just the roommate. Yeah. That came in and he's paying most of the bills, but he's not really part of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was kind of like Kawhi to us in terms yeah. of like you know, hey, Kawhi's a legend for. Well, no, I can't even say that because we. No matter what happens, I think the city will always embrace yeah. and love Kawhi. Whereas with KD. There was always this like weird undercurrent of like, like we, we did like it before you got yeah. here. Well, that was a blatant thing Draymond actually said. Thank <laughs> totally you. true. Right? But like the fans always were like, "Oh, Steph's more like ours, right? Mm. Steph's our our hero. You might be better, but Steph's really our guy." Yeah. It's forever going to be his team. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but you know. if we bring this back to the Raptors in terms of just what a time to be alive for the Toronto Raptors fans and Kawhi Leonard, I'm going to get to some comments because I did send out a tweet to send for people to send us in our questions and i should have said this off the top but really appreciate all you guys that have been rocking with us a whole year yeah. on twitter at shell alexander and on instagram at sheldon alexander really appreciate you guys so i sent out a message earlier to send us your questions and first off edgar writes in and says would you be upset or mad if Kawhi leaves I'll just go around the table quick answers foots I can't, Would you be upset if Kawhi leaves? Nope, I can't get mad. He's delivered. He, delivered. he did everything that he was supposed to do. So, but I would. We want to see back to back here, man. Yeah. Q. Same thing. No, and it's not. And I don't think it's not just the fact that he brought a championship. Mm-hmm. It was the effort he put in. There yep. was never yeah. no sulking. There was never no. I don't mm-hmm. want to be here. There was never no. Yeah. Oh, it's snowing outside. Yeah. There was yeah, none yeah, of yeah. He, 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 didn't he, he was business. Yeah. Right. Because you know he right? didn't want to come to Toronto. Yeah. The mm-hmm. teammates, he, he embraced his teammates. Like he's, I tweeted the other day that there seems to be a new bromance, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because him and Kyle look like best friends <laughs> for, for ages when they were holding the yeah. trophy, right? He's Crazy saying, I don't, what a championship would do, right? I don't even want this MVP trophy here. It's yours. You deserve it. I just <laughs> want the Larry OB. Yeah. And I'm just like, what's going on here? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a side of Kawhi we, we haven't seen. And now it's, so, and it's just, so no. So no. If he leaves, it's his choice. He did what he came to do. Mike? Yeah, the same. I mean, bringing a championship to this city, um, everything he's done. The players played for this time to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. He's done all he could. Going forward to, let's just say, he does decide to go elsewhere. The character and the what he instilled on this Raptors team will help the Raptors next year, mm-hmm. even without Kawhi, because I think this run and having a leader like Kawhi has changed them yeah. as better players. And we'll still make us a pretty strong team next year, so just b- doing what, following their leader, right? Before before you pencil me down as a no, um, so I know he wants to go back to California. Mm-hmm. There's two teams in California he can't go to. So if he goes, to, if he wants to go home, go play for the Clippers. Don't join that other that, that other one on the other side yeah, of town. Yeah, we'll get to and that. And don't go to Golden State. 
we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, <clears throat> I'll say this. I'm not, wor- I'm not mad at Kawhi if he leaves. I've always thought that from when, the day that Masai Ujiri made the deal, the whole purpose was it was giving your franchise and organization a year to bet on yourself as an organization and the groundwork that you've laid to show Kawhi Leonard that this is a place that, A, we want to win a championship, but, B, we will we're worthy of such greatness of a superstar, right? Like this is a fan base. This is an organization that will embrace you and support you with whatever you need. And so even if he leaves now, that's on him. We did our part as a fan base, as a team, as the organization, medical staff. staff, Exactly. We did our part. If he leaves, then we never stood a chance. There's nothing more. You look back and you say, hey, nothing more anyone could have done in this city. And you know know why I I applaud Masai for that message is because we know as Toronto, since 93 in the Jays, we've been fed a lot of BS. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of, with with all of our teams, especially that hockey team, Mm We've been fed. Yep. We've been fed a lot of BS of them signing players after four concussions because they were a name, thinking okay, and everybody was like, oh, well, let's get the parade started. So we've we've been fed a lot of yeah. BS disguised as championship teams. Yeah, and this was this was a full organizational thing too, yeah. right? Because you brought up the medical staff and Alex McKechnie seeing Kawhi hug him after the yeah. game, yeah. like that was incredible. Masai give him a huge hug too. That's organizational depth because not only are you betting on like, you know, your coaching staff, but your medical staff was so important in this whole process because yep. Kawhi Leonard played what seven games, nine the games best last year? Medical staff in yep. the NBA over the last five years. So Alex McKechnie is a Canadian. Like, so to bet crazy. on to bet on that, right? And have that played perfectly. And Kyle mentioned it, you know, nobody questioned the load management stuff on the team. You could have been in some other situations where guys would be looking at Kawhi sideways like, mm-hmm. really, you're not playing again? We even heard whispers with LeBron and D-Wade where there were games where LeBron would show up and then find out that D-Wade wasn't playing mm-hmm. and he'd be like, huh? Mm-hmm. Like he, You know what I mean? And even we, in this series, right? There was, there was whispers that, that, you know, after, after the, the game four, mm-hmm. there was players on Golden State that were wondering why KD's not in uniform. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. Rumors are exactly. rumors, so who knows no, whether that's it's true or not. that's got to come from somewhere. It has to come, exactly. And you know what? Going back to that KD stuff, I blame a lot of it on the other dudes on their team, too, because nowhere did you ever hear Steph or Clay or Draymond or Kerr come out and say, no, like, we want him, if he comes back, to be healthy. 100% Right? We want him to be 100% healthy. Would we love to have him back? Cool. We don't want him to risk anything further to come back. We got this. (laughs) We got how many dudes, right? If he comes back, cool. But if he doesn't, we got – but they never said that. And we were confident. Once once we heard KD's not playing, we are just like, yo, Raps in six. Because we knew that the rest of those guys are not built. Yep. I told a man at my work that game, the over-under for points for KD was 23 and a half. I said, yo, hammer the under. There's no way he's yep. coming back and getting 25 points. And homie's like, yeah, but look how great he started. I'm like, bro, his calf, his leg wasn't going to hold up. The That's the whole point of what I'm saying. he tried to drive that. to the basket, it was done. Yep. And the miscommunication of, like, comparing how smoothly – the Kawhi Leonard thing was handled in comparison to the to the Warriors. Durant and, Clay and like, played 78 games. Each. Well, yeah. Durant comes into this to the game after a month off, and he plays 12 of the first 14 yeah. minutes. Thank you. It doesn't what make kind any of coaching sense. is that? That yeah. makes no sense at all. And so, again, huge shouts to the Raptors and their medical staff for what they were just able to do to keep Kawhi Leonard healthy for the whole season and make sure that he was ready to play. And at the end of the day, we're talking more injuries. Kyle Lowry banged up at the end of this game. Thumb. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard. That's going to need the surgery. Knee. 
Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard couldn't even get lift towards the end of this series. Yeah. Right, he's driving to the basket and laying it up. Where were the dunk ons that we yeah. saw in the Bucks series? Yeah. Right? Yep. Those were gone. Fred Van Fleet looked like a hockey player. The cut of the eye, the yeah. missing tooth. The Raps I mean, yeah. were banged up too. There's OG. injuries on both sides. OG didn't play at all in the playoffs. OG yeah. didn't play at all. But yeah, again, uh, so we all agree we're not mad if Kawhi Leonard nope. doesn't come back, and neither nope. should you guys. Nope. Uh, but, Raptors fans. But July first, if he happens to sign on that dotted line, I will be the first one buying that jersey. <laughs> I'm already buying it. Yeah, I think I'm past that. Yeah, I'm past that too. I think I'm going to buy one too. Right, I'm past that. Yeah, I'm past that too. I think I'm going to buy one too. Definitely. Let me get to another comment here. Uh, this from To Be Human on Twitter. He says, Are you worried that ownership will take Masai for granted and not match the Wizards' offer? They may offer him everything it takes to keep him because that's if a he great goes, question. Does any chance of keeping Kawhi? So let's start with, there's two parts there, but let's start with the Maasai angle and the rumors that the war, the Wizards, pardon me, there's rumors out there that the Wizards are offering Maasai a $10 million a year and a salary and a path to having a stake in ownership. And his wife's from Washington as well, guys. Yeah. So. so are you worried about the Wizards or do you have faith that MLSE would do everything possible to keep Maasai Ujiri in Toronto? I'll start on far end Q. Or sorry, Foots. Let's let's <laughs> let's be let's be honest, Torontonians. If this is gonna be like the regular Toronto Blue Jays, Maple Leafs after a great successful season, tear it up type thing, and we just tear take, it up, take the money and run, and take the money and run, because we all know. Well, the Jays, the, the Jays, the Jays. The, they take the money and run yeah. over the years. Yeah, back, dating back to '93. Yeah, and then again recently. So you think they should do everything they should in their power Thank to you. keep Masai? Even offering a 1% or 2% stake in the team, if you have it to. Well, it's it, not it doesn't happening. even have to MLS, be that. It doesn't MLS even have to be that not much, doing but that, but yeah. They could – do you think there's a chance that Masai leaves? you got to sweeten the pot. I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance but. because Washington's – I think Washington's deal that they, uh, that they rumored the yeah. offer – I feel like that's a deal you can't walk away from. But that's you got to understand, we we uh, supposedly MLSC plays a, a large portion of Giants of Africa, mm -hmm. which has thrived. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, it's hard to leave um, a team and organization after hitting the pinnacle like this. Yep, mm -hmm. you get new new sets of ambitions and goals, and trying to repeat and yeah. trying to become a dynasty. And this is the fun part now. Because yeah. the pressure's kind of off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And while you want to leave that and go to a John Wall-led team, yes, it's in Washington near the White House and yeah, yeah, his yeah, wife's yeah, from yeah. there and all that. But, I mean, like, you're the president where you can kind of drift off and on. you got a, a great supporting cast. Yeah, yeah, um, great staff. You don't have to be in Toronto all the time. Yeah. Um, so, is it a thoughtful push? Yeah, but... I don't know if he's a big fan of Ted Leonsis, yeah. which not a lot of people yep, are. I agree. We're forgetting that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So besides where the location is, I think is the only thing that yeah. Masai is maybe looking at. Yep. And I don't think it's enough There's a couple levels to really to this. push him to do that. There's a couple levels yeah, to this. I think definitely. it matters that Trump is in Washington and not Obama. He's yep. already boys with Obama regardless anyways, yep. right? Yep. Hold on. <laughs> we skipped over the fact that 
Barack Obama came to an NBA be, Finals Toronto, game between the Toronto. Toronto Raptors in Toronto. In Toronto, like that's crazy, no? Like, yep. what do you think of all the things that happened? Hold on, Jay Z and Beyonce were also Stan- courtside for and got a, Toronto a standing Raptors ovation. Game? Yep. Like, so many things went on in this. But getting back to Masai, I don't think he leaves because there's something to be said about you know the situation that you're familiar with, and if he goes to Tannenbaum right now and asks for a raise. How can oh, they turn oh, him down? Oh, How thank can you, they say 100%. nothing? Like you can't let Masai Ujiri walk away. No. You can't. Just the way that, you, and especially after Tannenbaum's Whatever quoting, saying that he thinks of Masai as a son, he looks at Masai as his son, and all this stuff. Like what this man brought to the city. Whatever the, it the takes. Mentality. Go back to the press conference to start this season when he's saying, "Gone are the days where we don't believe in ourselves." Yep. Right? Like Toronto is a place that we can win a championship. We can do this. Right? Like that mentality from the top down. Like, that, to me, is incredible when you think about it. And if you're Maasai, they've given you the room to do your projects like the Giants of Africa, as you mentioned, right? They allowed you to do stuff. You built your team with Bobby Webster and company, and he's done so many initiatives here where he's made it a a point to enhance a profile of females in the executive roles and just throughout the organization as well. Like, he's done so many positive things and then you add a championship on top of that. If you're MLSE, you'd have to be drunk to oh, let whatever. Masai walk away. Whatever, whatever he, he wants. wants. You hand him the blank check, whatever deal he wants. I don't, I'm not smart enough to get into the ownership stakes yeah, and MLSC the percentages and all that. Yeah, corporation. And, you know, I don't it's see ten that. Whatever it takes. And Rogers, like, I don't know how Whatever it takes. Down. And if, it, and if you're talking about a, a, a stake in something and you let a man walk... I know, but you got to understand, there's ways too, you can there, get there's around so that. There's, there's so many ways to so get different people Of course, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's so many ways to get around that. But I just think there's no way Masai leaves. Like, this no, is... Whatever, whatever it takes. This. You know, we, we, we go in as Eastern Conference but, favorites. Uh, like, you don't leave a team like that to go to a basement dweller in... Washington with our, our hurt. I, I believe so. I yeah, believe Beal's gone. I'm not rating. I'm not I believe Beal's going to be gone. Um, John Wall has I'm a just rating. contract in the NBA. I'm not rating them. Oh, but but, but you got to remember that this is sports. And even those guys in the front office have, have their egos and have yeah. and have that, that competitive edge. So maybe he said, okay, I've done it here. Look what I've built. Where's my you, new challenge? If you told me the Knicks because it's the Knicks yeah. or you told me the Lakers – Cool, you could hit me with some of that stuff, but Washington, like who's Washington? And if they getting, really but, want but getting, but getting points on the team, like getting getting a percentage, one two percent of a yeah, but we don't every, know what the percentage is. Okay, well, no, that's one hundred percent. We don't. Jay no, we had don't. a stake in the Nets, and it was like whatever percentage, which is still money. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's, it's still, still dollars. I'm not knocking the dollars. I'm just saying. It's not. It might not be as much as we think it is. Of course, and right? it might not be the roper that bring, that ropes yeah. Messiah in. And right? there's other ways to make up that money because if it's if it's money, it's MLSE. There's other ways oh, they, they can come up with, especially with this run. Yeah, and and also I think if Ted Leonsis or the Washington Wizards want Messiah that bad, they'll be okay waiting another year or two That's to true. maybe go after him then. You're not going to get anybody much bigger than Masai right now to take over basketball operations. Yeah. So, if especially if you're not a contending team, sorry, Q, I don't believe they are. I didn't say they you, were contenders, no, I know. but then you, you, they're not Phoenix. You, you, you kind of mulligan these next two years and go after Masai at a more appropriate time. Honestly, yeah, I, I just hope I, I just, I just when's the more appropriate time. Honestly, I just I just hope that MLSE puts their money where their mouth is. Yeah, I believe they will because I believe Kawhi That's it. is. Um, Connected to Maasai State. Ooh. I think there's a lot of things where you you look at it and you think about the fact that if Kawhi, if you're Kawhi Leonard, right? And forget about Kawhi because there's a possibility. Sorry, I don't mean to say forget about Kawhi, but I'm saying 
whoever NBA superstar, right? Like that was just the league's biggest stage. Masai Ujiri and the Toronto Raptors were just on the biggest stage in the NBA, period. And there's part of us that have to realize that even if, let's say, let's just say Kawhi leaves, there's some other star around the league that's looking at what just happened in Toronto. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, I can do that. Yo, I walked to Young and Dundas yesterday just to take a picture of that billboard that says Boardman gets titles. Yep. Like that shit is legendary. That is going to live forever. Those billboards are going to live forever. And it's a country. There's There are 60 Jurassic parks in all of Canada. You're talking yeah. Regina. Yeah. You're talking Vancouver, Montreal, London, yeah. Ontario, Mississauga, yeah, Yellowknife. Halifax, wherever the heck it is. You know what I mean? So, so, yeah, so I mean, yeah, there can be an NBA player that fits the mold, sort of, like Kawhi, that could come here and do something hopefully similar, build his brand and become a hero, right? Totally. And and it's such a thing where the way that the year played out for Kawhi Leonard and company. Someone else is watching, man. And, you know, you mentioned mm-hmm. all the people in all the other Jurassic Parks. Think of that. Like, Saskatchewan. Okay? Yeah. Saskatchewan. And we're talking, like, stadiums filled. But that's what I'm saying. Like, not mm-hmm. something that you would think is a basketball hotbed. And, you know, and I'm tiptoeing because I'm trying to not get myself in trouble. But we have meetings all the time at work where they talk about who's into basketball and who's watching and all that stuff. And you wouldn't think that it's Saskatchewan. The demographics, yeah. yeah. And they filled a stadium. They planned to open their stadium and had two end zone spots set up to where they wanted to have a watch party at their stadium. Okay. They had to open up the whole thing because that's how many wow. people showed up. 13,000, I think, was the number. Crazy. Showed up just to watch the Raptors play on a screen on game five. So then on for game six, they the Rough Riders were opening up the CFL season in Hamilton so against the, the Cats. They moved up. No, they moved up the game from 7.30 to 7 so that it would end closer to the start of the Raptor game. And then they had another watch watch party in Hamilton Stadium where they just opened the gates and let anybody in to come in and watch the game and did the same thing again in Saskatchewan. Like, that stuff to me is incredible because you talk about the legacies, right? Like, all those NBA guys that are in the league now, the Chris Boucher's, the Corey Joseph's, the Jamal Murray's, Nick Stelskis, all those kids watched Vince, Right. And like now they're in the league. Tristan, there's kids right now that are at these schools that are just watched the Toronto Raptors win an <laughs> NBA championship. Right. There's a kid that's six years old that only knows about the Raptors being in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And he knows his <laughs> yeah stuff. That's true. Like, that's and again, crazy. the run they did it on too, man. It was just, it was epic. It Incredible was run. shot. Yeah. Take going, being down 0 2. Let me ask you that. What's your favorite moment of this run? The shot. Yeah. The shot. It was, I mean, it, uh, the the most the best comp or comparable is mm-hmm. Joey Bat's bat flip, but again that was in the ALDS, right? Yeah. I mean this was getting over the hump, and you got to remember that and that was only going, seventh inning, going into Batista. going yeah. into this season. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like the second round was the bar that you limboed under. Like I mean, if you wanted to make this se- season successful, minimum you had to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. It might even be a disappointment then. So to have that shot go down in the way it did with the bounce, 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 you know what I mean? Get past that hard-fought series. That moment, go, You know yeah. what I mean? It was, it just was. The, it's like the first real moment the, we saw Kawhi show, like, emotion. Yes. Emotion, yep. It was, 
Yeah, that that by far, obviously, game six winning it, but yeah, 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 yeah. by far that was the best part. Q, do you have a moment? Oh man, um, and it's fine if it's a shot, it's a shot. Like, I mean, that's it's incredible. The, it's the shot, but was, there were so many moments. <laughs> it's true. Game three you know overtime. I mean? Yeah, yeah the, the double. So, so the shot would be like that one that you know you're gonna see that you're gonna see that for the next. 10, 15 oh, years, yeah. like little, little Jordan moments you're, you're yeah, still seeing and be like, wow. Yeah. But winning game six. Yeah. Against the Bucks. In, yeah. Against the Bucks. Yeah. Like, that's that's one where I feel like, you know what I mean? To get to the finals. To in games to finals, where Toronto where sports teams was usually lose mm-hmm. those closeout games. They're right? down, what, double digits in the third quarter? Yeah. 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 And the thing about that game six the and all of the dunk on Giannis, so man, because yeah. so that that to me that play, and yes, there's nothing that's gonna beat the shot because that was just incredible. Yeah. And because we're we're so far removed from it, we don't remember like in the moment. It was exactly a month after we won the championship, I believe. But you I know had what the I'm newspapers. Sa- but you know what I'm saying? Like the, yeah. the the like being in it in terms of the whole Embiid stuff and yep. how crazy that Sixer series was. And you forget about Kawhi missing the free throw. So Jimmy Butler tied it. Yeah. Like all the things that led up to it would made it so much better. But to go to that game six against the Bucks and think of the signature moment of a Raptors team and player and franchise. And if it's not, you know, what I thought this team, the reason why they were going to win was because of defense mm-hmm. and having Kyle Lowry get a steal Mm-hmm. Bring it up the floor. Wait, 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 wait. Get Kawhi as a trailer and have Kawhi just pounded on Giannis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that it, that, was, that like, was almost one of those like elation. Yeah, okay, like you might screaming. get you might get the MVP, but I'm, I'm going to take yeah. you guys back to another moment that's not in the playoffs, and it just shows the fact of how special this season really was. And I yeah. was watching the game with you. DeMar DeRozan brings up the ball, half yeah. court, slips, falls, Kawhi, Kawhi goes it, yeah. the other end, crams it into the back end of that shot. Mm-hmm. DeMar is on the floor while the person he got traded for is in the air cramming it. Yeah. I mean, for this whole the game, season yeah. was just full mm-hmm. of moments. Really. It was. It really was. The whole season, and, and, you know, we talked about it from the beginning in terms of the Raps having a chance to do something special and having a chance to make it and win the championship. And I always thought it was because they don't fear anything on the road. And you need to be able to win road games, and they did that oh, and more. Yeah. And they played defense. Those yeah. were the two reasons why defense. I always thought the Raptors, Dogs. the Toronto Raptors, had a chance to do something special. And to watch it all play out, man, I still can't even really say that it, it seems like it's real life. The party in Toronto is continuing for the whole weekend Monday's into Monday's parade. Guys. Oh, man. Drake's got to perform, He's I'd gonna, assume. Sure. Right? He's got to perform at the yeah. parade, we yeah. assume. Uh, yeah, we assume. Oh, man. It, it's it's so crazy. Uh, Foots, do you have a moment of the year or the playoffs or just anything in, in general? You know what? Honestly, I was watching the the, the pregame before before game six. Yeah. They showed it inside the locker room. Yeah. And yeah. Nick Nurse addressing the team. Yeah. This is when I had a real, real confidence they were going to win. Okay. What the coach is telling, his, telling the, the, the soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard the key words were determination yeah. and dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. all I need to hear. Yeah, 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 The coach yeah, yeah. was not on some going off on some, we got to do this and scheme this. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's going to take determination and the dog. Yeah. And everybody was staring in attention. I well, knew we were going to win. The, the clip that Nick Nurse told everyone about when uh, they lost game two to the Warriors and go back to that loss, right? Igudala hits that shot and Raptors blow that game at home. 
and they're in the locker room after, and Nick Nurse says, well, it's all right. We just got to go to Oracle and get one and to get back said. our home court. And Kawhi just says, Why not get two? Nah, fuck that. We're get, let's get both. Yeah. Let's get both. You're not, they got you're three. Saying, you're not supposed to think that way. Right, but it it, it shows. And Could we? And like you know what it is. You know what it shows. It shows another theme we talked about all year. There's levels to this. There's show. levels to yeah. this. Can we talk about Nick Nurse quickly too? For of a course, too, because he was, of course, of course, he was of course, the, of course, the goat. Um, not in uh, rookie the, coach. The good co- in the good you goat mean after sense. game five. After game five, yeah. calling the timeout on that epic run and not calling a timeout with the ball with 15 seconds left to win. Yeah. Um, and he went in, like Foot said, you know. Talked to his team, who he gave all of whatever. Like he was, a, he's a player's coach. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does those speeches like that, but he also asks mm-hmm. guys Thank what you. he thinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where coach like pops and control others mm-hmm. don't. You know, he does the box in one, mm-hmm. and then does the box in one again when Clay goes out. Well, hold on. I love hold how up. I love how the Warriors dissed it, and then didn't they run zone, zone. against the Raps yeah. in the last game? Right. I'm like y'all out here calling the Raps defense janky. Steph he, Curry, he, I didn't forget about know, that. Yeah. Every and then y'all go out and runs every offense. Listen, and that game six, he was trying to get Kyle on Demarcus. Yeah, yeah, picks yeah. right yeah. because everybody was eating There's, Demarcus. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the plays he made adjustments. And again, Masai going coaching, uh, firing the coach of the year, and then hiring his, his assistant. assistant. Who's never coached this before on a, a team that you have levels to this for ballsy. was ballsy. Yeah, this, yeah. That's the difference, right? When we're talking about. Nick Nurse making in-game adjustments yeah. and Coach Casey waiting till after the game when we already done took the L to make the adjustments. <laughs> There's levels to this. Yeah, I mean, and it was the two coaches that make in-game adjustments that were in the finals. Yeah, yeah. Nick Nurse did he it. He out-coached Kerr. He out-coached Kerr. He out-coached Budenholzer. He out-coached Brett Brown. Uh, Brett Brown, yeah. Brett Brown, I think and Brett these Brown, are Hall of, and these are Hall of Fame coaches, you know. But is going in the Hall of Fame as a Hall of Fame coach. That, no, realistically, remember, he brought yeah, the Atlanta run. Hawks team to 65 wins, remember, and yeah. they had no All-Stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we talking about? He's a solid coach. Oh, that's He's fair. A, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. You got me thinking. Okay. Isn't it Bud's first year in, in Milwaukee, too, when yeah. he brought them to an Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. guys. The three-point yeah. shooting was the worst in the league last Nick Nurse, year. I mean, the difference year, between right? Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd and, and Bull is the same as Casey and, 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 and Nurse. Think about Interesting. it. Interesting. Think about it. The upgrades. Yeah. I'll say this, Nick Nurse did an incredible job and for him having a veteran team and knowing that his team is a vet team was huge. Yep. I think it was Danny or Kawhi, one of them brought up the fact that they Nick Nurse probably yelled at them once, maybe twice, twice. I think they said for the whole season, right? And just the nature of, you know, him understanding that I have a veteran group with me and I don't need to ride them. Like, they know if they did something wrong. Yep. And he was very honest about things, right? I, I thought it was cool that he said in, the, in one of the press conferences, he said, you know, when I'm talking in film and I'm pointing something out and Kawhi Leonard's over there nodding his head, agreeing with me, he's like, I got to catch myself at certain points, yeah. right? Because I'm like, oh, okay, like, this is kind of weird. But the camaraderie amongst this team, which I thought was so important, and the buy-in that they gave this guy, Nick Nurse, to allow him to say, hey, we're going to try this. Let's do this on defense. Let's try this lineup. Surge, getting Surge to buy in on coming off the bench and him and JV and the way that they worked that tandem early on. Inserting Mark Gasol early, having Surge go back to the bench after he was a starter for so long because JV went down. So many things that Nick Nurse did along the way, but he got the buy-in from the team. I thought that was incredible. And he said this after the championship 
was one. He talked about how when his mom passed away on the West Coast trip and he came into the locker room that day and his thought process was he had to coach because he knows his mom would have whooped his ass if he tried to miss the game. Mm -hmm. And he goes, he walked in the locker room and Kyle Lowry said, we're going to win this championship for your mom. And he goes, he was taken aback by that, right? Because it didn't sound like something Kyle was just like saying just to say. North Philly. Do you know what I mean? Like North Philly. It was a dog. His word is his his bond. That like, no, we're going to do this. That, that to me, the camaraderie of this team, oof, oof. That's the stuff that makes this this real. But I think, think, and again, this is another decision where where when you first hear about it, when I first heard about it, it's like, what? What are you doing? But I think it was smart because... Kawhi, although obviously you respect Pop, I remember hearing recently that Kawhi was like, it's nice to go into a place where I was allowed to be the star sometimes when I was having a good game, and it wasn't just the system above me, the system above me. If I'm having a good game, feed me the ball and go. And the nurse allowed that. And I think where we all thought, same thing. We're like, oh, personalities. If, if you're really going for a championship, you don't bring in a rookie coach who's never coached before, an mm-hmm. assistant coach. You go get Phil Jackson, or you yeah, go, you, yeah, know, yeah. You, you go get one of those guys. Nope. But also, too, you got to think of Siakam and the season that Siakam had. Kyle Siakam said in an interview that he has to thank Kyle Lowry so much because last year Kyle Lowry went to Dwayne Casey and begged Casey to, to let Siakam dribble the ball. Okay, so you're going from that to this year where Nick Nurse just let Siakam cook, let him be, right? Let him do his thing. And, you know, again, all these things have to work out perfectly if you're the Toronto Raptors in terms of it fitting into place and Siakam's able to develop because he has such solid vets around him to learn from. And Marc Gasol, who's willing to just jump in and be like, yo, I'm going to fit into the team and what you guys need me to do, I'll do. You know, and like have all those things fit in with your rookie head coach. It, it was, I hate saying this because it sounds so cliche, but it was almost perfect. Yeah. It was perfect how these things worked out for the Toronto Raptors in this It's destiny. Yeah. Man, a destiny like saying at the start when someone makes a trade, hey, maybe we should do a podcast after each and every <laughs> Toronto Raptors <laughs> basketball game because this could be the best season in Raptors franchise history, the best team in Raptors franchise history. Enjoy It doesn't even moment. seem – enjoy this moment. Said. I said for the whole year, enjoy this, enjoy this, and stop worrying about whether Kawhi is going to go or going to stay because you're going to miss out on a lot of fun. Yep. And, man, <laughs> what a ride – this has been, guys. I, I got to say something, and I got to thank you guys for rocking out with me. And, like, you know, it's it's tough when you're asking people to give up their free time to come help you out on a project. But I want you guys to know from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate you guys for giving up your time and coming out and rocking with me and pushing me to continue to do this and, like, make it a thing. And Because there's times where I'm tired, and I'm like, you know, whether it's West Coast trip or whatever. And West when Coast you guys, trips. Oh. Yeah, when you guys mess me, oh, yeah. I'm available. What are you doing tonight? You ready to do this? You know, like, that gives me the little extra pep. So I want to thank you guys so much for being a part of this because, man, like, it's one thing to say you're going to do a project and say, you know, have it in your head hey, this is something I want to do. This is something I hope works. I think it could work. And it's another thing to actually do it and have it work out the way that it did. And it was so much fun to be able to do this with you guys, my crew, my boys, my people. I mentioned Skip before. Huge shouts to Skip. Shout out Skip. Even in the project as well and letting us shine, right, and letting us do the thing. And whenever we needed anything, you know, come through at any point. Ah, Huge shouts. Shout out to Skip. Clean the man. Yes, sir. You know? 
supporting the podcast. Really Mike, appreciate it, man. Yeah. How you doing? People? Why are you talking so quiet, man? Right? Yo, come on. Now you, now you He's a sweeter back. man now, huh? <laughs> Turn no, sweet boy. Yeah, yeah right? That was, that was, that was for the, um, the ladies all the now. It's easy, yeah, yeah. Not Barry White. Not Barry White. Yeah. Not Barry White. <laughs> Anyways, yo, it was a pleasure. I'm um, really grateful to uh, you guys coming here and um, having a podcast here. Yeah. The last podcast. I know you guys started here a couple of years ago, and um, it's grown vastly. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you guys very much for the plug that you guys have been plugging. Um, it's amazing. I, I want to say one thing also because I know there's a lot of fake people out here. <laughs> I wasn't a believer, to be honest with you, last year. I was kind of doubting the, my Raptors team. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like you know, like it was, it's a really uphill battle. Mm-hmm. But as time progresses and the playoffs are playing, it's like come to me and like, like, yo, shit, we have a championship team, man. Yeah. This shit is for real. Like, yeah. yeah. For real, for real. You know what I'm saying? And and it's amazing, man. I think for the city, it's, it's done a lot for the city. I, yeah. I feel like in the mm-hmm. last 10 years, this city have me some crazy milestones, mm-hmm. and um, I want to shout out to like, like, like great artists that had in the city, like Drake, yeah. Tory yeah. Lanez, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, all the pressers. I'm seeing the 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 Beavers, the who else? Can guys help me here? Toronto's weekend, real man. Weekend. Abel, Abel, yeah. Lamar, all those guys. Left your car, yeah. like all yeah. of them. Yeah. 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 The reggae artists, yeah. yes. Yeah. 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 artists, yes. Soca artists, yes. All these guys, yeah. Yeah, Big them all up. Definitely, definitely on the map. I remember years ago, I used to go to New York and stuff, and I'd tell them I'm from Toronto. And they used to be very ignorant about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, Toronto, Igloo, da, da, da. Yeah, I used to be in Queens yeah, and stuff, yeah. Left Rack Queens, Shadow Left Rack Queens. And my cousin, my little brothers lived down there. And, yeah. And now it's, it's a different energy. Now Toronto's on. It's our time. We here. Yeah, we here. It's different. It's a perfect cap for the perfect perfect championship. Yeah, Uh, man, it's amazing. It's amazing. The hard work everybody's put in. You know what's crazy, man? As you said that, it makes me think so much of Maasai, man. What Maasai said, and it's funny because it's someone that's not from here, but coming here and saying like, this is a wonderful city. Believe in yourself that you could do great things. And I know, you know, you you look at a team like the Raptors who didn't have a pick hired in fourteen. I think Kawhi was Mm -hmm. the highest at fifteen, whatever it is. But, like, these are all guys that, like, worked hard and bet on themselves. Yep. And when bet you look themselves. at Toronto like and what's Toronto going on, exactly. Drake, you talk about all these artists and people coming up and doing these things. And all that stuff is energy, right? That's energy bubbling mm-hmm. around. So, like, yep. I want to say something to people, right? Because on, a, on another level, it's like the energy bubbling around, the positive energy positive is what gives energy. me the thing to say, oh, Maybe I can do something like this. Yep. Like, yep. why can't we do this on our own and do something like this to have fun with your friends, for your friends, for the people, repping the city, right? And huge shouts for sponsoring the podcast the whole way and repping us and allowing us to do our thing. We really appreciate it. And you know what? There's going to be someone listening to this. They're thinking about doing a project. They're thinking about, can I do something? I don't know. Maybe, you maybe. Can. Do it. Yo, just do just it. Do it. And, Bottom line, and, just and, do and, it. And a, and a big shout out to all the inner city kids, man. Because yeah. Inner city yep. kids that have a little poverty situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you believe you can achieve it, man. Yeah. And, yeah, don't let that stop you. Trust Yo. me. The biggest part of success is failure. So don't yes. don't be mm-hmm. afraid to, to fail and over and over again until be successful. I don't also shout out my team. Shout out the Cliffs, the Gersons, the Osama, hey, 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 hey. Mac. I'm saying a shout out even my old employee, the Jacobs. Hey, shout out. bomb, bomb. Anybody who is a part of Clean Cuts, a positive impact to Clean Cuts, I want to shout you out. I'm saying because the journey is, the journey is hard. It's all saying, whole thing. And been... I want to shout out Toronto because we're a diverse city. Yes. We bond together. We blend together. Yeah. We love each we, other. We love each other together, I'm saying. Yeah. And you guys could take a ch- 
take some lessons from us. And I'm yep. saying We're the proud city. Proud and passionate. Proud yeah. and passionate. I'm saying they know they know they know boundaries. We break all boundaries. Yeah. Kill all barriers. Hey. And know Don't that. You. Hey. Know that. So yeah. round of applause. Hey, 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 hey. Toronto, man. This is awesome. Thank you very much, guys. Yes. Hey, yes. hey, 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 hey. Peace and love. Thank Yo, you, Skip. Toronto, man. Thank this you, Skip. Is, this is this amazing. Is this is right? Toronto, this has been. I, I don't know if we ever thought we'd be in a position like this where we're talking about the Toronto Championship, but why not? We ever thought we were at a position yeah. where, you know, the hottest rapper in the game is from Toronto. Right. Rappers, too. Like, rappers, rappers, right? Like, and, you know, the energy in the city right now is crazy, man. It's on another level. We can do whatever we want, man. It's our city. We lit. We can make things happen, man. And, and the Raptors winning the NBA Championship, as mentioned, Skip's talking about the kids. The kids watch right now in the inner cities. There's a path right now, which we we all grew up playing ball in this city, yeah. right? Yep. And, you know, how much more real is that dream of playing in the NBA now than it was, like, let's say 10 years ago or when we were in high school? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, it was oh, there. Yeah. We saw it. And shouts a big jam. Big right? jam, yeah. Right. Shouts a big jam. Got to give a huge shouts, especially having Eastern what, alums a, a Eastern here. man's going to get a ring. Right. Yeah, and, hey, uh, listen, I'm going to shout out to yeah, Oakwood. They had Jamma there too. Yeah, yeah, Jamma, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. only right that an Eastern man and an Oakwood man together are get rings together. That's big. Together. You're right. Unity. You're right, man. You're right. Unity like, for the city. It's a real Toronto thing, and that's what I'm saying. It's that's so amazing about this whole season and this whole like just energy that's alive right I wish now. We had Toronto. the plastic cup like McGlory right now. <laughs> hey, yeah. right. It's incredible, man. But uh, before we wrap up, I just want to give you guys a chance to you know let the people know where they can hit you up. In the meantime, between time, we're still going to do a bunch of different projects. There are a couple other things we got coming. Uh, so stay tuned on the On Blast feed and all that for, for that. Ahead uh, with the NBA draft and free agency, we'll definitely be doing some Ball on Blast podcasts and all that other fun stuff. So we'll still be here for a bit yep. before we uh, take the break for the quote-unquote offseason. And we will have some other projects on the way coming that I'm trying to figure out. But in the meantime, I'll start on the far end. Foots, where can the people you, you, hit you, you up can and find, find me? You, you can find me on Instagram at Eastside O and other social social networks as well and DDS Caps. Hey, cute. Um, you're gonna be finding me in the next couple of days downtown. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm soaking this in, people. I'm telling you. I, I, you know what I mean? I was too young. I was I was like what, <laughs> 11 when the Jays were doing their thing. Uh, I'm I'm ready now. But anyway, um, all social media simply just Q. And again, of course, DDS Caps, the Murray Hats here. Check us out. We're going to have some things coming through. Um, I just want to say, because, you know, we this is, like I said, we, we've always said, this is what we do anyway. Yeah. Right? The only difference is a camera and a mic, and you yeah. guys have joined us. So, Sheldon, I know there's days where we couldn't make it, and you've held it down on your own. No, there's even times in, in the beginning where I was like, it's a Friday night. The game's going to end at 10, 11. Who's really going to be home? Yeah. You yep. know what I mean? And, and want to listen to us talk about basketball. Yeah. And then I look at the numbers and it's just like, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So thanks thanks to the people, Like man. when we're getting like 2,000 people thank watching you, post game on Twitter alone, a Twitter yeah, live right? stream, and there's 2,000 people watching. Exactly. I remember, it's like a, remember, it's like Friday night. Like yeah. I, we're, I'm thinking like, okay, game's done. Let's go to the club. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we run the podcast. I'm thinking like everybody else is probably, you know, probably gone off hold, already. Trying yeah. to hold a fresh and getting ready. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. here you guys are, you know, yeah. listening to us every day after the game. And supporting and, us. And commenting and, and getting involved. Yeah. Um, I know when we first started plugging the hats on here, all of a sudden I started getting um, orders from Chicago and, and Orlando, and yeah. you know what mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah. So 
No, it's positive all the way around, man. I love Toronto. I love you. Love is love. My city forever. Yes. We did it. Mikey. I want to echo that and say um, this man right here is the hardest working dude I know. Yes, sir. You guys don't understand a lot that goes into it. We do, but you don't. Um, if you see, he usually posts the YouTube videos at 5 in the morning, <laughs> right? Because that's how much it takes to edit and get all the little extra stuff in. Um, so I really want to thank you for allowing us to um, do this podcast in such a good year. Also, the YouTube community, Oof. Jeff Berg, yeah. all the other regulars. great regulars that always comment. Um, they were a big part of this, yeah. and they will be for the upcoming year and whatnot. So I wanted to thank them. You can hit me up on Instagram, MikeBello underscore six. We appreciate everybody. Coach Flores, too. Yep. He, uh, he's always on there. Vivid Body Tan, my boy Emilio is always on there. There's a bunch yep. of people that Shout have out to all them dudes, been uh, yeah. a part of this as well. So uh, thank you, guys. Yeah, I got to give a huge shout out to a bunch of the people, our regulars that norm- normally tune in. Uh, Gozi normally tunes in on Instagram. Huge shouts to you. Uh, the other thing that was really cool about this was I didn't really know... I just knew what we wanted to do. We wanted to take that group text atmosphere and turn it into a podcast. Cool. The reach was something I never really thought of. I just want to read a couple messages we got from people. And I want to give a shout out to the people because, as I mentioned earlier, I was like off social media between games five and game and the Raptors winning pretty much. Right. I was just taking it all in. The amount of messages I got from people who are just like checking up on me just to make sure general I'm alive. concern, general concern, like, are you okay? Is everything all right? Um, I got to read this question or this comment. This person whose Twitter handle is at Tough Ute says, Sheldon, big up the Raptors from out of Melbourne. When's a podcast going on YouTube? Signed up for Twitter just to ask. That's what I'm talking about. That's incredible, respect. right? Respect, man. Uh, respect. Huge respect. The podcast will be up there Shout out Melvin, soon, shortly. Shout out to all corners of this city, man. This is incredible. Uh, another message here from at IK Too Much. He says, I started following your podcast at the beginning of the season, even though I'm a Spurs fan, but my favorite player was still Kawhi. Watched almost all y'all games and podcasts. So happy for you and the podcast squad, man. So happy for your team and country. Congrats. Shut up. That's the stuff I'm reading, and I'm just like, whoa, that's like taking things to another level. No, I mean, you know what? You do stuff like this, and you think that, hey, maybe there'll be like, you know, you expect that there are going to be people saying negative things just because social media is a negative place. I'm really going to be honest and say maybe 2% of the feedback, 1% of the feedback. And that's maybe just people being like, there's even one dude that wrote into Webby one time that was like, Yo, man, I listened to this, guys. I listened to this, and I was getting ready to hate on y'all, but it was actually pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) So, again, without you guys listening and tuning in, yes, we'd still be doing this anyways, but having so much people join in on the party with us each and every game made that so much more special for me. And, you know, this season was incredible. I never thought I work in the industry, which is cool. I I can't go to the parade on Monday because I got to work the parade on monday but at work that makes sense i know this sounds messed up but anyways my point is enjoy this enjoy this it's 26 years since the last parade in this city right and who knows how long these things come along 
Who knows if what Kawhi is going to do? I don't know, but enjoy this. That's been the theme the whole year. We've been seeing it the whole year, and I really appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart. Wouldn't have been able to do this without you guys tuning in, the Wrap It Up squad, tuning in and rocking with us all year long, liking and following at on Twitter, at Shell Alexander. Same thing goes for Instagram, at Sheldon Alexander. Really appreciate you guys. Like and subscribe to more On Blast content on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and YouTube. Tell your friends. Let us know what you guys think. Where do you want to see you know, Kawhi Leonard play next year? Is it on the Toronto Raptors still? What are the next moves to be made for this Toronto Raptors team to go for a repeat as NBA yeah. champions? I can barely even say it. Um, but there's so much more going on. The this, this story doesn't stop. We'll don't, still be here to rock with us. Don't you want to hear back-to-back the next year's parade? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Drake on, has to man. perform back-to-back at the parade this year, no? He has to perform back-to-back this year. Yeah, he has to put the positive energy out there. Yeah, he has to put the energy out there from now, right? For sure, 100%. Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. This is all so crazy. But, yeah, huge shouts for everybody. Toronto, this is energy. This is positive energy. And it started from the real six god, Masai Ujiri. Believe in yourself. Believe in the city. We can achieve greatness. We're here. Thank you for rocking with me. My name is Sheldon Alexander. Oh, man, I've never said this and had it feel so good before. But I used to pray for times like this to rhyme rhyme like this. This This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, we the champs. We the champs. We champs. Peace and love. Thank you, Toronto. Toronto, thank you. Peace and love. We the champs. Peace and love, Toronto. On Blast.